co-host Stephanie Reyna conducted this live interview virtually at NCMPR's District 4 conference in Houston on October 21st, 2022. Welcome, 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 District 4, to a live taping of NCMPR's Pure and Simple podcast. I'm excited to introduce Obed Guerrero, the Community and Media Relations Director at Laredo College in Laredo, Texas. Obed's background in radio helped Laredo win a bronze Paragon Award this March in radio advertisement, singular series. This year, Laredo is taking home medallions in 10, 10 categories, including, again, radio advertisement, singular series. Hopefully, Obed has some tips for us all so that we have a fighting chance to win something next year. Obed, welcome to Pure and Simple. Thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Stephanie. Super excited to be here. I'm thrilled to be part of this uh, great conference and, and be able to share some of our experiences over there in Laredo. That, that way it can be implemented also in other colleges. Absolutely. So I heard that you have a background in radio. Can you share with us a little bit how you got into radio? Yeah, that is correct. Um, since, uh, since a young age, I learned how to play different instruments. So when I was 14, 15 years old, I started playing for a band. And uh, the band director uh, noticed that I was never quiet. So I was very, you know, talkative and always trying to, to be the, the, the funny guy in the band. So he told me, you know what? Uh, while we're playing and between songs, I want you to, to grab the microphone, uh, say a few words. That way you can get the crowd excited. So that's uh, it was my, my first interaction with the microphone, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've been working in several industries in retail. I was a sales manager for Best Buy while I was going to school. Uh, and then I also worked for AT&T for Consum Plus, which is a furniture store. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all, always uh, music and radio has been part of my life. While I was working there and going to school, I had a part-time job also as a DJ, right? Um, so I, I don't I don't like to talk about this openly. Why? Because now I'm on the side of the uh, of the desk that I buy advertising. So right. I mean, some of my the, the, some of the people that I buy advertising from is from the previous radio station that I work for. Um, but the good thing is that I, I used to have a nickname. I, I didn't use my real name. Uh, I used to be called DJ Randy Del Bosque. Oh, that's a fun uh, DJ name. Because I know, I, and, and I get it. My name is not very, very popular, but, but Randy Del Bosque sounds cool, you know? So uh, I, I used to be Randy Del Bosque in El Aire. Uh, so uh, it, it's very, very exciting. And um, also trying to, to break the stigma of radio advertising. A lot of people think, oh, radio is dying. And yeah, you know, the situation has, has been evolving. Now with Spotify, with YouTube Music, with Pandora, uh, a lot of people are switching. Mm-hmm. But radio is so beautiful because the audience that, that radio has, uh, usually they're very loyal. Yeah. So they're very loyal. And now with social media integration and the digital media, uh, you can amplify your message through radio. Uh, yeah. At the radio college, we do leverage a lot on, on radio advertising and, and we see the effectiveness. We, we see uh, when we promote uh, the programs, the different events, we get uh, an amazing response from the audience. And, and that's a key indicator that radio advertising works. Yeah, absolutely. Advertising, by the way. So <laughs> absolutely. 
Well, now I can't call you Obed. Now I have to call you DJ Randy del Bosque because that is a very cool, very cool name. Uh, so you picked up a bronze paragon in Denver in March for radio advertisement, and they're very clever. I had the opportunity to listen to them, and I really enjoyed them. It's a very fun idea, and I think really well executed. So congratulations to you and your team for putting that together. There's also a version in Spanish, which makes absolute sense. You know, what goes into producing an award-winning radio spot? Okay, so we are marketing, right? So yesterday we were talking that... Um, in marketing, we are in sales indirectly because we're not doing the one-on-one that puts on the ground uh, like recruiters are doing, but we're trying to sell the idea of why uh, joining at a, at a community college is a good idea and a good investment and a good value and how it can transform and change your life, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as salespersons, uh, and also based on my background in sales, when you're talking to a customer directly or indirectly, our job is to paint a picture. Um, and, and radio, it's so, so powerful because the imagination of the listener kicks mm-hmm. in. So, yeah. for example, if, if you listen to some of our radio spots, um, they are about one minute long. What we try to do, um, we use like a game show, TV game show type of radio ad. And, and you have the, the sound effects. You have the person interacting. So automatically the listener, you catch attention of the listener. They start, you know, portraying that in their mind, the, the mm-hmm. game show going on. And then we integrate the message of Laredo College. Yeah. And, and then we have a closing, of course, with a, with a script. Uh, of the DJ mentioning all the benefits and the great value Laredo College will bring to your life in case you, you enroll. So that's how we do it. Uh, the other one that, that I, that I love and I've been recycling this idea for, for several, uh, years already is the soap opera novella, uh, novella, uh, radio ad. Um, growing up in a, in a Mexican household, you know, we grew up, uh, watching novelas and soap operas. So when, when you put that dramatic, uh, music, uh, the dramatic acting from, from the voices, you really catch the, the attention of your listener. So we've seen great traction. We've seen great results. And, and that's why we continue implementing these, uh, fresh ideas, innovative ideas. Uh, to to increase enrollment directly or indirectly. When I love the idea of tying in, you know, I think everyone, Latinos in particular, have a story of watching a novela with their abuelita or, you know, I'm of Argentinian descent and my family also, there were novelas that we would watch. And, you know, it's the, the same thing. You can make that connection. So then when you hear something familiar like that, Instantly, you recognize it. You recognize the tone. You recognize the gasp. You recognize the escándalo. You know, all of it. But it's like, oh, this is a different message. It's very similar, but different. I I think that's such a cool idea. Um, If you win, I will steal it. I'm just going to say that right now because that's very good. Very clever. Um, How have you found... Have you used ads that are English and Spanish? Like, I know for me... Um, as a bilingual Spanish speaker, I do a lot of code switching. So I sometimes hear an ad in English. I'll hear an ad in Spanish. Sometimes I hear the ad in both languages and it doesn't even, you know, I don't even realize that that's happening. Have you found, have you started doing that? Uh, Yes. Uh, Laredo, Texas, uh, we live in a bubble, to be honest with you. It's like little Mexico inside the U.S. Okay. You know, there's more taquerias than, I don't know, (laughs) like like, McDonald's in Laredo. Um, 
<clears throat> so what we're mentioning is, 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 is key. Um, peers from other colleges have reached out to me. Hey, could you please uh, tell us what you think about the script in Spanish? And, and what I've noticed is that sometimes the person translating the ad, maybe it's not a Spanish or, or native speaker. So the context has a lot to do. Yes. The, the culture, the cultural message on your, on your ad to connect with your audience, it's very important. But yeah, we do a lot uh, by, I mean, all the campaigns that we do are bilingual, English and Spanish. In Laredo, 90 to 95% of the households uh, speak Spanish as a, as a you know, first language. Mm -hmm. uh, very, very few families, less than 5% have English as their dominant language in their households. So nevertheless, we also do a lot of advertising, of course, in English, because something very interesting happened, happened in Laredo. Um, when I took over the, the, the marketing position about six years ago, mm -hmm. uh, we, we did a 50 and 50, but a lot of people got confused thinking that the programs were in Spanish. Oh, so um, a lot of uh, we got a lot of comments. So why are you advertising so much in Spanish when you're offering the classes in English? And I used mm -hmm. to tell them, don't worry, we also offer English classes. You can learn English here at Laredo College. But, uh, you know, now now we, we do maybe like a 60, 40 mixed, uh, but we we'll still do leverage a lot on, on Spanish speaking uh, audience there at, at Laredo College. And if I may. Um, I'm going to throw an idea out there. We are very close. I mean, you, you are from Argentina. You're a big soccer fan. You know, uh, it, it's going to be Messi's last, Messi's last World Cup. So hopefully I know. Right, so I'm rooting also for Argentina. Yes. <clears throat> well, the World Cup is coming. So there's a huge opportunity for you to tie it into your advertising. So I'm already thinking. We did it about four years ago when we had the Russia a World Cup. Mm -hmm. um, you know, having the, the commentators. Uh, like, like, um, we had an ad, we have an ad that, that, that we did that. We did it in Spanish and English. Por ejemplo, lleva la pelota, Saúl, se la pasa, y mete gol y se gradúa en Laredo College. And then we, we do, you catch the attention of your audience by what is going on. Is that a, is that a, a soccer related spot? Because believe me, TV, radio, TikTok, everything is going to be flooded with, with soccer and football. Absolutely. So that's an idea also to engage your audience. Try to be creative. Uh, also, don't make your messages so lengthy. Keep it between 30 seconds is a little bit challenging. Mm -hmm. But if you can do it between 45 to one minute, I think that's a sweet spot. You can do 40 seconds of the storytelling and then your 20 seconds with your scripted message and your call to action. So that's a tip for everyone. Those are wonderful tips. And I think what you said specifically about translators, I think a lot of us struggle with finding translators that speak the language that our students speak, right? So we, um, in my area, we have Spanish speakers, predominantly um, of Mexican descent. We also have a lot of Persian speakers. We have a lot of students from Iran. Um, and so trying to find a translator that speaks their language that uses words that they use that's conversational in nature. I think that is a struggle that a lot of us face. What have you found to be effective when it comes to writing ads that use the correct language that use the Spanish that is being used by, by your student population? Is that something that you write in-house or is that something that you, um, you know, you're a native Spanish speaker, but is that something that you've used a translation service for or how do you go about it? Uh, no, uh, we do it in-house. Uh, I personally write the scripts 
and, and of course, it's a creative process, not the first one. It's not the one that you're going to record. Um, I write maybe four or five scripts, and then we'll select the best one. Um, but yes, definitely. And also try to connect to, to the audience. With um, Yesterday, we were covering about your Gen, uh, your Gen X, your baby boomers, your uh, millennials, and your Gen Z. Yeah. Um, also, uh, as in English, you have your your slang with the Gen Z, right? With with the key, the keywords they use. In Spanish happens; it's the same thing. Absolutely. So, uh, a good advice that I can give the audience is is engage with your students, talk to them, listen to what they what they're saying, how they're communicating between each other, and implement that language into. Your, your your spots for anything you know it could be radio it could be television it could be digital so mm -hmm. yeah we we do it in-house and uh, of course once again in laredo 90 of the people are, are native spanish speakers and, and that's uh, a, a big advantage for us and mm -hmm. it could be a blessing and a curse yeah because a lot of students think that the programs are in spanish the the, the biggest one is cosmetology so mm. a lot of ladies asking are the classes in spanish um, no, but you can learn English at Laredo College. That's always the, the message. And that's something else to, I think, keep in mind for colleges that have a population that predominantly speaks another language, because we run into that, too. You know, we had a, a woman come to our campus three weeks ago. She knocks on our door. Wrong building, but that's OK. We'll help you out. And she pulls up. She shows me her phone. And in Persian, she had typed in in Persian. And then in English, it said, where do I get information on your cosmetology program? And so I was like helping her, I, you know, we took her over to the admissions and records office, but you know, the, there's that disconnect of, well, I saw something or, or a friend told me, or yes, that's all accurate, but we have adult ed. You can take your English language there. And then all of your coursework will be done in English. I think that's something that a lot of us, uh, face with folks that that speak a second language aren't native English speakers. Um, so I'm glad you brought that up. Going back to what you said earlier, you mentioned that someone sent ads to you to review to see if they made sense. Do you have an example of one that would just totally miss the mark that was in Spanish and you thought, oh my goodness, I'm glad that you sent this to me because this could have been all bad or that wasn't no, the message no, you meant to share? It wasn't that bad. It wasn't disrespectful or anything like that. Just the translation uh, didn't make a lot of sense. Also, uh, the structures, uh, the structure of sentences in English and Spanish could be backwards. Um, yeah. You know, those type of grammatical uh, issues I found on those uh, spots. But, but no, yeah, it, it's a, a, also very, very important that if you are going to work on something uh, in Spanish or any other language to find someone that is a native speak, a native speaker of that language, that way they can they can give you, uh, you know, some some tips and recommendations. That way it's effective. Also in Spanish. Well, I know, for example, here in Houston, we have a lot of uh, people from Honduras, Salvador, uh, mm -hmm. from Costa Rica, uh, also from Mexico. So even though it's we speak the same language Spanish could be different. Yes. And, and also uh, they, they use different terminology, different slang. So if you want to connect to a certain audience, you need to be able uh, to write the script targeting the, that type of audience you're trying to reach. Yeah, absolutely. Using the language that they use um, again, you know, in Argentina, we say anana for pineapple. And when I said that in high school, my teacher looked at me like, I'm sorry, what did you just say? She said, no, we, it's piña. Oh, you know, if you write an ad and you're using terminology that's used in another country that 
90% of your students don't, don't relate to, then you've lost them. And that was a, you know, a misuse of your resources, of your time, because you're not, it all goes back to knowing your audience, right? We have this data, we know who these students are. So really just making that effort to speak in their language, finding out what that is. And I loved the tip you shared earlier about running it past your students. We have ASB students, ASG students available to us. Put it in front of them and say, does this make sense? Does this look good? Am I talking to Gen Z here? <laughs> like, is this, you know, give us some feedback before you run it live. You have that test audience right there on your campus. Utilize them, run it past them. And, you know, then you can adjust later once you get your reports back from whoever you're advertising with. I have two more questions for you. So let's say people listening want to compete against you in the upcoming Paragon or Medallion. And if you do that soccer ad, you're going to slay and it's going to be very difficult to beat you. But you mentioned some tips already. What would you say your top three tips would be to be a contender in a Paragon for a radio ad? In marketing, we are in a constant battle to attract attention of our audience. Everyone is, you know, all the companies, other schools, competitors are trying to attract attention. So the number one thing is try to get the attention of your listener in the first five seconds. If you don't hook them up into your ad, they'll, you know, switch the station or, or something. So the mm-hmm. key is the first five seconds, you need to say something uh, or you need to be cu- creative to just uh, get the attention of your audience. If you start with Laredo College offers, I think they, they don't care. Yeah. But you start with a top <laughs> opera with it. No, sé que voy a hacer. And with, with the dramatic music in the oh. background, what is going on? Oh I mean, gosh. Hispanics, we all like, we, uh, Hispanic in general, we like gossip, right? So what is going <laughs> on? You get, you get intrigued when, when, you, when you're listening to something like that, right? Like, yeah, you tune into the chisme. ¿Qué, qué cosa? Yes. ¿Qué dice? And then at the end, boom, the call to action to enroll or to college. You know, that number one. Two, um, get out of the box, you know, try creative things. Uh, The sky is the limit. If in your area you have something uh, that people like, like, for example, I know that Texas and Colorado are very different. Um, You know, try to do a story of someone hiking or someone, uh, 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 you know, doing snowboarding or something like that, trying to to connect to to the context, depending where where you're at. And, And number three, uh, always try to use fresh voices, you know, mm-hmm. fresh voices, engaging voices. Um, usually try to stay away from very deep voices. Of course, if it's something particular, you you use them. Uh, also, like the super like annoying. Also, in the annoying voices, you don't you don't you don't do that. So tr- try to keep it keep it in the middle, but engaging voices. And also um, the the intonation of the words may make mm-hmm. a, make a huge difference. So um, learn your geographic context, uh, attract attention of your listener in the first five seconds, and third, uh, the voices you use. Wonderful. Those are all great tips. I hope you all wrote them down. Otherwise, you can download the pod when it goes live. And listen to it again. Obed, it was so lovely chatting with you. But I have one final request. Can you sign us out in your DJ Randy de los Bosque voice? It's been more than, what, seven, eight years that, that <laughs> I... Uh, of course, I, I, I was at a party on, on Saturday... And and my niece was like, Tio, Tio, get the microphone, get get the crowd, uh, you know, excited. So, you know, I had a few beers and then I go with grab the microphone and and you know, start doing my thing. And then my brother, 
yeah, callate. We don't want to yeah, listen to that's you. That's enough. That's enough. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, you unleash the beast. You know, I was sitting down there comfortably and you come give me the microphone. What about, what am I going to do? You know? Yeah, right. So, um, let, let me see. So we are in District 4 NCMPR, right? That's Podcast. right. Um, okay. Don't judge me. I'm rusty, but I'm going to try my best. <laughs> Bueno, claro que sí, gente. Esto fue el podcast de MCMPR Distrito 4 con Stephanie Reina. Y, uh, I'm sorry, with Randy del Bosque. Um, nos vemos la próxima, el próximo año en este podcast. Y mucha suerte y bendiciones para todos. Fuera del aire, Randy del Bosque. Wow. Oh, my goodness. That was amazing. I, wow. That was so good. Uh, it, it's it's been a while. Um, I need to practice more. Um, when was it? About two weeks ago, I went to a radio station to promote a, an event we're having tomorrow, the Fall Fest, mm -hmm. and uh, they know me, right? And and they they start talking to me, and I start getting the bug again, and and and, and it's hard not to be the the dominant person in front of the microphone. Why? Sure. Because I'm the guest and I'm promoting something. Sure. And, and it was very hard for me not to take over the microphone and, and kick the DJ out of the, of the cabin. Right. So. Right. Right. <laughs> but no. So in case anyone has questions, you need tips or or ideas, reach out to me. I know this is a competition, but this is a friendly competition. And, and I were shared with with Miss Jacqueline is that we do the I mean, we're in advertising for a, for a very noble cause. Uh, we're trying to entice and inspire students to enroll uh, at a community college because the education is going to really impact their lives, not only for them, but for their families. So what we do here, it, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing. And, and I'm so excited to be surrounded by these great professionals and passionate people. Thank you very much, everyone. Oh, Obed, thank you. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody. Muchísimas gracias por estar con nosotros. And I hope you all enjoyed this uh, taping, this live taping of Pure and Simple. Again, you can find it wherever you get your podcasts. And I'm Stephanie Rita, and I hope you're all having a great conference. Thanks, you guys. Pure and Simple is presented by the National Council for Marketing and Public Relations, an organization for marketing and PR professionals at the nation's two-year community colleges. For membership information, visit ncmpr.org. Pure and Simple is produced by Jacqueline Johanna Garver, communications specialist for NCMPR, and mixed by me, Bill Aldrich, at Third City Sound in Joliet, Illinois. And don't forget to subscribe, download, rate, and review Pure and Simple wherever you get your podcasts.